You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, where we go deep into the minds of real estate professionals. Here are your hosts, Paul and Sal. And Brad Weisgerber, how are you this morning? Good. Yeah. He, like professionals probably should get taken out of that. Whatever, man. <laughs> Salvatore Cusmano, how are you this morning? Good. Yeah. I'm doing good. You got myself, Paul Paslakis. We have a very special guest today, Mr. Keith Stonehouse uh, from Franklin Title, also uh, runs uh, Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, a very talented dude, does a lot of stuff. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. I I don't know how you got on the show. Uh, <laughs> Keith woke up this morning with uh, some problem with his eye. I don't know what's going on with that. We'll talk about that later. Some topics we're going to get into today. I do want to talk about potentially the political fallout of what's happening with our president and how that could affect our market being an X factor that I don't know that we're really like prepared for. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the market, our local market, how that's doing. I think it's, uh, you know, some, some things are changing obviously and things are, people are adapting and potentially I want to try to get into a little bit about a lot of acquisitions that are happening in our business. A lot of people buying mortgage companies, which is really interesting. First and foremost though, I want to get into Mr. Keith Stonehouse. Keith, why don't you give the audience a little background on yourself? You're you're an eclectic dude, a little weird, but other than that, man, I mean, you got a lot going on. So let's talk about it. (laughs) What a great intro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we started a title insurance company in 2004 and uh, have grown it uh, over the years. We're in downtown Rochester. We cover the whole state of Michigan. We have clients in Traverse City, the UP, Tawas, Ann Arbor. Uh, Muskegon, we're all over the whole state of Michigan. Uh, obviously, our main focus is southeastern Michigan. Our motto is closing anywhere, anytime. So we have hours and hours of stories to tell you about crazy closing times, locations, situations. Sure. Um, at people's uh, dining room tables, at bars, at uh, tailgates of the truck, all, all kinds of closings for refinances and, and home purchases and sales. But I started Michigan Real Estate Masterminds uh, about five and a half years ago. With the intention of lining up real estate agents and mortgage loan officers and educating real estate agents to be better for their clients. And we meet now in 11 different cities every single month. Each chapter now has a president and a vice president. You were looking at the presidents over here, uh, Paul and Sale, uh, for the Royal Oak uh, brand new chapter, which is at Hopcat. Yeah. The first Tuesday of every month. Yep. Uh, 1130 to 1 o'clock. And the topic coming up. August 4th is uh, social media for real estate. So September 4th. September 4th. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Gotcha, buddy. Uh, going back in time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, September 4th. <laughs> and we had. Yeah. <laughs> just one month. Yeah. Just one month. It's cool, man. I'm good at that. <laughs> we'll go back August 4th, like 2006. And I don't want to do that. Rip for the market. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm good on that. I'd probably go back to like 1989. And just start my life over. Start your <laughs> life over. Yeah. You're a kid. Start your life over. If you had a time machine, where would you go back to? So, yeah. So, Keith, obviously, I mean, you, you've had a lot of success, man. I mean, I actually knew about you before I knew knew you because you did a lot of great social media marketing. And I was like, who is this guy doing all this stuff? And it's kind of funny how the world kind of works. And, you know, we, we kind of talked over the years and, and we just kind of got to know each other. And you, you presented us with an opportunity to basically become part of Michigan Real Estate Masterminds and actually run a chapter in Royal Oak, which we're really excited about. I think yeah. it's going to be a really good thing where we can add a lot of value 
uh, educate and create a, a nice sphere of people that can actually rely on each other to, uh, to, to count on in this group. And it's, it's exciting what you've done and you've really worked hard at it. It's not easy running a title company and doing this whole Michigan real estate masterminds thing. How do you, uh, like, uh, prioritize your day, man? Cause you do a lot. I mean, no joke. You do, you do a ton. I get that question every day from uh, various people and, it's all about a couple different things. One is delegation, letting go, understanding that uh, other people have talents and, and things that they're good at that you don't. Trusting your team. Trusting your team. So, you know, Franklin runs itself now. Everyone has a sense of ownership in the, in the, in the office. Um, everyone has, you know, they don't consider the clients my clients or the sales team's clients. They consider them their clients, yeah. you know, the processing team and the funding team and examining and, all, and, and whatnot. So that's a beautiful thing to right. get to that. So you can walk out of that office and say, I, it's running itself. I don't have to stress and worry about it. Trust your team. That's good, man. That's the that's the the most important thing. And with masterminds, I'm handing those off to presidents and vice presidents as well. So uh, dignitaries or, or folks that uh, have a, a sphere of influence in in those particular cities. Yesterday we we're in Ann Arbor. Uh, today we're in Clarkston at Andiamo for lunch. Tomorrow we're going to be in Birmingham. And assigning those presidents and vice presidents frees me up to be able to grow more chapters. To be able to host happy hour mixers, charity events, uh, Habitat for Humanity events. Um, we're doing a boat outing coming up September 13th where we charter two boats and the members are going to come out and, and hang out and network. So it frees me up to do that. But if I didn't have social media and an and a iPhone or any phone really, yeah, um, there's no way. No. You, know, you look at 10, 15 years ago, there's no way I could get to what, where I'm at or doing what I'm doing without that technology and utilizing it the right way all day, every day is the key to success. Yeah, and you know, that's something that we do have in common. And so we made a pointed effort in this when we started our business that social media for us was like the path of least resistance. It's mm -hmm. something we could do very quickly, very easily, literally use your phone. I mean, it doesn't take a lot. I mean, I'm not great. I don't know what I'm doing. You well, don't know. For the, don't yeah, know. for the outreach you get, the cost is pretty low, yep. right? And Absolutely. you can create your own content. Yep. Uh, you can send it out whenever you like. Um, and you get feedback right away. I mean, people see it and they comment, they like, they comment bad things if it's not good, you know? So... <laughs> I think uh, using the technology around you to grow your business as opposed to like fighting it or saying, eh, you know, I don't like all that is, is you know, the way you have to do things to, to progress. So I'm super curious. You're huge on, on, on social media. I remember years ago, I'd get constantly get requests and stuff from you and messages and, and hey, check this out. Do you do all of your own social or do you have someone that does that for you now? Because I, I know you, I mean, you're a busy man, right? So. Um, I do it all. You do uh, all of it. I used to have a team that did it, uh, but they weren't for the money. They weren't doing what I needed. They, they weren't producing what they said they could do. Uh, it wasn't coming from me. It was That's very the biggest difference. That's the biggest difference. It's like right. when you like, so I've thought about this. So I do a lot of our social, right? And it's my personality that I'm putting out there. And, right. But for better or worse, like I want to, I want to represent myself the way I want to represent myself, which is, you know, not. And you want to work with people that are like you, right? Gravitate right. to those right. kind of people. So I, I worry about someday. I was, I feel like we might have to someday give that out. Um, I don't want to lose our personality of who we are as a right. team. But you know, it, it's a, it's a fine line. But the one thing I will tell you that in our space, as as like diluted as social media has gotten with a lot of real estate agents. Title companies aren't utilizing uh, social, and loan officers for sure aren't utilizing social on the on the on the on the scale that I think that you can, which is a really big play in our, in my opinion, because it's like the barrier of entry is really low. Well, 
Really low. In the Michigan Real Estate Mastermind, I, yeah. I also teach courses all across the state of Michigan, and real estate boards hire me in mortgage, MMLA, and I've taught up in Grand Rapids and Traverse City and uh, Frankenmuth and Troy and all over the place. And one of the things that I always talk about is why do we spend so much time marketing to strangers and all these software systems to market to strangers and all these mailers to strangers and all these you know, uh, opportunities to market to strangers, but we forget about the people that know and love us and trust us and we're going to refer us and use us. Dude, right. Right. But we forget, oh, they already know. No, I don't need don't, to, no. I don't need to. That's where social media can be utilized correctly. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. not marketing to strangers. It's marketing to the people that you went to high school with, college with, your old yep. neighbors, your old careers, your old, what, your old volleyball league, your old softball league, whatever. Yeah. Staying in front of those folks because they're your referral sources. Every time I talk to somebody, they go, oh, I don't want to bother them. They already know what I do. No, they don't. Right. They forgot. Right. They need to be your advocates. They, they, need to be, they need to represent you and send you business. Yep. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the changing marketplace in the title industry. Just a little bit real quick. I want to touch on this because it has changed. Back in the day, uh, there was a lot of refinances, right, Sal? So you know, title companies would kind of market to uh, guys like us, like loan officers, where Look, if you've got refinances, we could choose who we're using. Well, now that the refinance market is really much different and purchases are really controlled uh, and delegated really by the real estate agent, we don't have a lot of control over who we send our, our title to. With that being said, also, every Tom, Dick, and Harry uh, mortgage brokerage, I mean, uh, real estate brokerage right now, owns their own uh, uh, title company So they because they want to make some money off of it, right? So in a situation where you're losing a little bit of market share to people that are opening up their own, which, by the way, doesn't work because every single one of them, for the most part, don't do a good job. They're horrible. True yes. story. Because they, they don't know how to do it, right? It's it's a complicated thing, but they're just like, oh, I'll open up a, a title company, right? Yeah, so, well, it's, you know, I mean, can't say they're all terrible. No, not I mean, all. They, they get better, right? They do get but, better, yeah. You know, but, but it's like – they skip like out on the little things. things. Well, like, yeah. Any any time Dick and Harry can can get a contract with one of the big title underwriters and, and issue a commitment, and it's the little well, things. Well, and primarily the service, they do the their speed, own office's the, business. Yeah, right. So there's a certain way they're used to doing it. Let's say you know for whatever reason uh, they do a deal outside of there, they might not be used to the way it's done. And as, right. as opposed to an independent title company like that, they deal with different transactions, different offices, different lenders all the time, right? So yep. they're kind of more versed and probably will see more things and more processes that are different than uh, an in-house title company in a real estate office. But right. So, so the question to you, Keith, is in a market where you're, you're getting competed against in-house title companies, the, 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 the refinance market kind of going away a little bit or pulling back, how, how do you create uh, – you know, a business model where you can work within that because you have to be nimble to be able to adjust to that, right? Correct. Yeah, and you know, we had to adjust with the market crash. And, yeah. You know, refinance obviously went down to zero at that point, and even home sales and purchases went down to zero. So we had to think fast. It was shut the doors or or, or uh, navigate through this. And what other options can you do? You know, so we started working with law firms. We started working doing deed work with law firms. We started working with major banks like TCF Bank doing all their foreclosure guarantees and then the foreclosures and then when somebody sold them. Um, so that was a three-part process, three separate transactions. So that was a big moneymaker for us. We did some work with Comerica. Um, we started working with uh, for sale by owners, which you I should creative. never talk about. Yeah, yeah, you had to get you creative. Got creative, right? You had to get creative. And that's kind of the same thing now is refinances obviously are are – Ninety-two percent dead. Yeah. Right. So we, you know, we get a few every every week or every day that you know we used to get twenty a day. Now we're getting two a day. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, not to say, okay, mortgage loan officers, I, I'm not, I, when the market comes back, I'll talk to you. you yeah, know? you know, I mean, we're not doing nothing for you. Like, right. There's, there's, there's nothing we got. That's why I, st- I started ramping up Michigan Real Estate Masterminds like I did because the real estate agents need to understand education. They need to come out and meet folks. They need to understand and meet uh, service providers, mortgage loan officers, get educated better in their craft. This month we're talking about new construction. We're, we have a builder talking about the myths of new construction and how to what to build, how to build, how to work with a with a builder. And that's and that's what you do. That that I think you do. You do add value and sell. This mm-hmm. is a big thing. Is like when you bring in a professional to come speak to these people. That's a lot of value right there. Right. right? Well, and above and beyond that, I think you know uh, if you look at who's doing business now, right, and which lenders are maintaining a high volume of of loans and d- didn't really feel a slowdown. It's those who always focused on purchase business and adding value to real estate agents so that we can all work yeah. together as opposed to, hey. You know, rates went up and I have no business, but I do purchases too, right? right. Agents are like, are kick rocks, bro. Yeah, I kick got rocks, buddy. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, now you're pounding on my door, yeah. Yeah, so, so you got to have some foresight to see what's coming up uh, ahead of ahead of time, right? Absolutely. You know, and, and luckily, you know, I learned from day there's one. There's no luck, by the way. There's yeah, no there's no luck. Yeah. Thankfully, I learned from day one uh, that real estate agents were 70% of my business. Right. So instead of me saying, well, I'm getting a bunch of refinances, I'm going to push mm-hmm. them aside and I'm going to focus on these guys. I, I understood from day one that 70 to 75% of my business was coming from real estate agents. Right. And when those 20, 25, 30% of mortgage loan officers were semi that was a great time. Right. Yeah. You're getting, that's icing on the cake, right? Yeah. Right. That's right. icing on the cake. Right. But the real estate agents, you know, and let's go, let's cover the topic of the inside title insurance company. That's more prevalent now than it's ever been. Yeah. But yet yeah. all the governing boards are saying that they shouldn't be doing it. And there's laws and rules and regulations saying they sh- they can't do it, but yet they're doing more of it. Nobody yeah. is, nobody is jumping on it from OFIS or, or RESPA or, any of these companies, nobody's doing shit. They're sending out all these, all these, you know, newsletters saying, "Stop doing it; it's illegal." But then they're saying, "We don't have the manpower to enforce it. We need you to enforce it." That's literally what they're posting now. Really, we don't have the manpower, so we need you to turn them in. Who's you? Everyone in the industry. So if you see somebody that's another mortgage person that's paying a bunch of money to be an inside mortgage person, you know, $5,000 a month to be in or $10,000 a month to be in a, a real estate office, they want you to turn them in and say, they're doing it illegal. Hey, look at them. Yeah. So the audience and understands. Get yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that's, later. that's not our job. And I think exactly right? like our job is to help the consumer, help the consumer, work with the people we work with and do it the right way. And I'm not a police. Yeah, let's let's care. be narcs. Like, yeah. let's <laughs> really, like, we're gonna go around and narc on everybody that's yeah. doing business. I'm sure our business will grow tons. Yeah, then, yeah. Right? Well Every Thursday, I'm gonna go around. And, yeah. That's my Thursday schedule. Is go around and find illegal title companies. Yeah. 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 What are you talking about? Nobody's doing Just be that. A snitch no. all day. So it's 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 <laughs> happening and it's not being stopped. And it's something that so the audience understands there are rules and regulations against steering clients because it is up to the client what title company they use. Yeah, you and know. in 99 percent of transactions, I mean. Titles just ordered from the agent. I mean, right. the same going to go with it. And yes, there's definitely differences in title companies, but for the most part, the client doesn't interact with the title company until closing, unless you're a seller. So it's kind of like to a title company. I think their biggest client is the agent and the loan officer, right? right. Like when we have bad communication with the title company, it's like, what? 
what dude i'm is gonna going tell you, on yeah, yeah. you know you it's like how is this so hard right. to balance 15 numbers on a piece of paper well here's you know? a, here's but a deal I, that we're I, running I don't into. know here's what i'm running into like I, I we write a loan because we close loans pretty quickly you knock on wood we do a good job 14 days right all of a sudden oh we, we got a clear title dude Dude, it shouldn't take longer to clear title than it does for me to do the mortgage. Especially in Michigan. And to, to the consumers out there, right, I would take say another probably 85% of the transactions. Well, I just like to throw it. out these projections yeah. and, there you go, and estimates yeah. but are done by two title companies. So the seller's side yeah. has a title company and the buyer's side have a title company. They both pull title on the property, right? And they make sure – and sometimes one title company will catch something the other didn't, right? Yep. We'll get clear title on our end. The seller's title company is not clear for whatever reason. Uh, we have to figure it out. We're scrambling last second. And then they also have to send their numbers over, right? Oh, well, for whatever Buy reason, it took, wait you know, four or... days to get tax prorations, you know, or they got to get a payoff. Or right? an HOA letter. Yeah. Listen, that's ha- common. Having split you know? title is such a nightmare, and, I, and it's a practice that we do here in Michigan. It's not done all, all across the, the country. Um, it's, I and it I don't even ha- mind it as long as uh, – I just wish there was a better way to coordinate. And I guess that really comes down to the people working there. And like you said, if there's a sense of ownership, right? Yeah, we, we don't have pro- – yeah. the only problems we have, to be honest with you, maybe this is unprofessional. The only problems we have is with other title companies that don't want to split. Yeah, that give my staff an attitude. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, oh, oh we right. want both sides of this, yeah. right? And yeah. our, our team, welcome sides. to the market. Yeah. Right? It's unbelievable. I mean, it's well, just what people yeah. do. We're right. I mean, everyone has their their. It's not really up you to know. you. The consumer wanted to show. Yeah, it's up right. to the seller, yeah. and it's up to the buyer essentially. And yeah, there's two title companies out there that are the worst to deal with on the on the split side. We're gonna call them out. That'll be off air. That'll be off air. You're gonna call out. I could probably guess one. I think we. Yeah, I think we'll. We're definitely not gonna bring that up. You know. For us, and I think kind of for you and, and anyone who you know owns a business, uh, you could have the best talent in the world, right, in your title company. But if they don't feel like uh, they actually make a difference in there or uh, like that sense of ownership or the collaboration between parties, it's – And that's what you get with an track. inside title company all the time because they're just transactional based. Well, they hired no the best people to work there, right? Plucked them from elsewhere, but then they don't. Or they're robots. Literally. Well, hold yeah. on, hold on. This yeah. is this is why it doesn't work, and I believe this wholeheartedly. There's no incentive to perform. You're given the business, right? There is no exactly. incentive to per- perform. There's no repercussions if you mess something up. It's like and I they're get, dabbling. They're not masters of that trade. They're just dabbling in it. Right? Oh, it doesn't matter. The and point I, of yeah, it is, even we if don't, you're good at it, you're just like, eh. and we're we're painting with a broad brush here. Broad right? brush. I mean, super broad. Yeah, I don't want to like anyone who's listening, just any agent who owns their own title right. company. We're not like picking that out singly, but I mean, you would have to. Imagine, right, if you have a big feeding what? tube, right, yeah. and, you're, and the food's just coming going? in that you're not, like, searching for deals yeah. or you don't, you know, hey. if You don't uh, have to impress them. You don't have to wow them. You don't have to keep, yeah. keep everything at the a level. The level of service doesn't have to be there because yep. the business is coming. And I believe that with in-house lenders. I believe that with in-house everything. Like, if you're being fed business, I, again, broad brush, right? Absolutely mm-hmm. broad brush because there's good and bad and everything. But for the most part, what I've I've seen – you don't have to perform. Your people are just forced to use you and you're like, whatever. But, you know, nonetheless, like uh, – and I, I believe this too because I see it all the time in our business and, you know, other people's business. Like those questions that, that come up at the last – what do you mean we don't have clear title? What do you mean we don't have the CTC? What do you mean – you know, it, it comes down to I think a lot of someone – in the deal usually needs to be the orchestrator, right? Communicate, I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. find on my side just because – we're like, you know, the the agent's not calling title like 
We're hey, doing we it. Could do, what's, right. <laughs> you need to change the uh, CPL address on that, you know? So it's like, okay, like as a, as a loan officer, I think to be really good, you have to coordinate, make sure, hey, we're going to be clear to close like a week ahead of time. Sounds like everyone wants to close early. Do yeah. you have the HOA status letter? Have you ordered it, right? Well, someone's got to drive the bus. Say, Having a checklist, I have a checklist every morning when I wake up, my personal checklist, my business checklist, and I always have the staff all have checklists, the things mm-hmm. that they're working on per file and goals for the day. I don't think enough professional salespeople or professionals or owners have checklists or follow checklists, right. especially in a transaction. And and going back to you know in-house title companies, I have a database of every client that I've ever gotten. And when you look, whether it's one deal or a thousand deals that we've done together, if you look on the far right of my database – it says how I got that business, right? The source. The source. We should do that, by the way. And we are. the top three are referrals. Well, in order, the top three are social media, Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, and referrals from from real estate agents that have in-house title companies and they're frustrated. Yeah. Those are the three. So if you look at all my top, top, top producing real estate agents that we work with, yeah. they all have in-house title companies frustrated. They've used them for years to play as the team team, you know, drink the Kool-Aid, drink the Kool-Aid, but then they call me out of nowhere and go, Keith, I see your stuff. You're bugging me all the time. I got a deal for you. And then we work together forever. That is why it's so important to get in front of the people that have already used you because you're fresh in their mind. Yep. Right. You're hitting me up all the time. I got to send you this deal. You're next up. You got to see. You wouldn't have got that deal if you wouldn't have been sending him stuff. So let's talk a little bit about that because I'm really excited about the uh, the masterminds that we're starting uh, on the fourth. I do do want to talk a little bit about that. We are going to have a really awesome guest. Talk talk about the guest that we're going to have on there. He's he's a social media guru. He knows his stuff. So talk to me about him, his his like specialties, and what he's going to be able to offer the group when he talks to them. Sure. So social media is a hot topic. I send out a survey every November asking the membership, what do you guys want to learn about? What do you want to hear about? What are you struggling with? What product? What service? What niche? Yeah. And I go out and I find keynote speakers based on those results. Now we host 11 a month or 11 a year, 11 a month, but 11 a year. We don't do anything in December. I don't want to conflict with everyone's schedules yeah. and holidays and family. Um, so one of the main topics that always comes up, top one, top two is social media. And it's worded always different in the survey results, but it's all social media, right? right? So I do two a year now. I do two social media experts a year, two separate smart talks. So it's two some, you know, different information, different angles. niches, right. different angles. Uh, Mike Kovaleski is with Homes.com and Ignite Social Media. He teaches this stuff all across the country. Right. I've met with him twice to put the presentation together, and he's like, "Oh, I got to leave here and I got to go to Indiana. I I got to leave here and go to New York." Oh, okay. He's legit. Yeah, he's the real deal. Yeah. And he's putting together a, a, a PowerPoint presentation. He's going to go over. He's going to have hands-on uh, worksheets uh, that keep you informed and keep you uh, paying attention. And, you know, when you write something down, it, you retain like 82% more than you would if we're just talking. Right. So, you know, I told him, I said, make sure that you have that. Um, he's going to talk about the fundamentals of social media. Nothing is one-on-one in this presentation. So if you're, you know, that that older gentleman that's never really – done social media and well, maybe I should, this is not for you. This is, and I'll, I'll tell you that straight, straight forward. That's this, good. Yeah. this is not for you. This is a little more advanced. This is for, for folks like us that are already doing it. Right. And we, Hey, what's the next level? Yeah. That's what he's going to talk about. How do I do it better? And he only mm. teaches and talks to real estate agents and mortgage loan officers for the last 20 years. Literally. Yeah. That's all he's worked with. So that's a beautiful thing. The other social media expert, he deals with everything from spas and, and car dealerships and everything else. This guy is actually 
just real estate and mortgage loan officers and puts programs together for, for folks. So it's going to be great. A lot of value. Have some lunch. We sit down. We talk about this guy. Now, do you have to be a member to, 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 to be part of the, the, the group? How does that work? No, talk- thank, you, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So we also, uh, real estate agents talk about their listings, their pocket listings, their price drops, leases, and they talk about the buyers that they're working with. So we go around the table. They have a moment to talk. There's note sheets out in front of them. And they say, I have a listing in Royal Oak for three hundred. We're about to drop the price to two eighty, or I have a listing that's about to hit the market in Ferndale. I have a lease, I have a commercial property, whatever it may be. I have a buyer looking for a home in Brighton, uh, has to have a finished basement, whatever. And we always match three to five per lunch across yeah, yeah. the table. And it I think people undervalue how important that is. And sometimes people, I think, especially agents or listing agents, are like, eh, I don't really want to tell. I want to try to double dip that, right? Why would I give away 3% of my commission to someone else, right? And it's like, chances are you're going to anyways, right? right. And it's funny because yeah. a seller reached out to me yesterday and was like, I'm, I can't sell my house, yeah, you know? And we kind of talked and I was like, well, what are you thinking about dropping it to, blah, blah, blah. Called, Paul called someone, I called someone. I'm mean, probably going to get it sold. Yeah, probably going to make it happen. So, you know? and everyone's well, going to probably still get their commission. And the Good point, job. I think, the point of that is, is when you have a network, the people that you can like, you should have a network. Don't feel like you've got to do it all on your own. And that's <clears> the beautiful <throat> thing about Michigan Real, Real Estate Masterminds. It's a community of people that all kind of help each other out because we're all kind of in this fight yeah. together. And on top of that, you get value. From the, the 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 speakers that are going to be there, you're going to get knowledge. So I like the way that it's set up because you're, we're adding value and connecting people. There's like nothing more important. Yeah, you have to plug in the networks to get fed. Yeah, right. right. And you you mentioned you have to be a member. No, you don't have to be a member to attend because I don't expect folks to get a membership that haven't attended. Yeah, let's, right. To test it out, let's figure yeah. out if you like Come it. Come to three. You got to max the three before before you make a decision. You go to the website Michigan Real Estate Masterminds LLC dot com. You can click on join us and check out all the information on all the membership packages. You can find all the lunch and learns there, all yeah. the information. It's also a directory website, similar to a Angie's List yeah. or a, 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 there's other ones out there um, where you know folks around here, home buyers and sellers, can find local Royal Oak, Detroit, Rochester loan officers, uh, real estate agents. Uh, builders, home inspectors, appraisers, all those kind of things. They can go on a directory and find local folks, and they, it provides a bio for them, contact information, headshot, so they can see I, right. he's ugly. I don't want to use him. Well, and I think if you go to <laughs> if you go to three of them <laughs> and you don't get any value out of it, don't you know, go you anymore. Sh- yeah. You shouldn't join. Right. And you probably Bingo. didn't bring any value yourself Bingo. to begin with, right? right? So people aren't interacting with you. I don't see how you wouldn't get any value out of it. I mean, well, our our business is so it's a social business. I know as a loan officer, it's I've, a social business. I've gone Absolutely. to yes. I don't even know what they call them, like YBNs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, those uh, those like business networks or whatever, local, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, LBNs, a B&I. Yeah, and, whatever. Yeah. I went to a couple of those like introductory meetings and they're like, oh, it's, you know, 500 and, you, you know, if you want to come to another one, you got to do this. And it was just like an introduction. I mean, it's like a, a big, huge pyramid scheme. And I'm like, right. but I've met people there that I've done business with. I have like four or five people that, you know, I probably closed 20 loans just from going to one meeting and talking to people there. Wow. And it's like when you're in an environment where you have, all these different people who do the same thing you do and or on the other side of it, real estate or, or mortgage. I mean, you can definitely connect with people that will and will send you business. I'm glad you brought that to. up because there is a lot of interaction. There's a lot of people that come come in kind of leery. You can tell. Yeah. I don't want to network with people in the same business. But a lot of loan officers do a lot of business with each other because yeah. I don't offer new construction, but he does. Right. 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 I can't deal with that. 
credit score, but she can. Right? Yeah. I see it every single meeting, and it's the right. reason that I'm growing this is because of stuff like that. Well, I, I love went it. to uh, a lunch yesterday with uh, PNC loan officers, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone's like, well, it's <coughs> stupid, you know, but it's like, well, we're not super competitive in jumbo, right? And they can't do these certain loans under this credit score. Well, I could do that, right? And chances are, if I send them a million dollar loan, I'll probably get a million dollars worth of uh, people they can't do. You know, there's probably Correct. a lot more people who can't get loans than can. So, yeah. Uh, Dude, this business is all about meeting everybody everywhere. We've got a meeting next week with a a group that actually owns another mortgage company, right? Like they do a good job, but like we're like-minded people. You never know. You never know what will happen. So meet everybody. Like can't be a recluse in this business. No, and and a lot of times people go to these meetings and they're like, "Oh, it's kind of like going to be like no, dude. It's going to be cool. It is what you're going to make out of it. You're going to make friends. You're going. There's no way you won't find a way to get increase your business some way. And if you're that good of a loan officer, you're the best loan. Are out there, you shouldn't be leery to this go to one of these the because this is war. your time to shine. It's not like right? no. go break it up. How good your... are you? That's yeah. a great way to put let's, it. Let's 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 yeah. We're all we're all doing the same uh, thing. The pie's huge, guys. It's a huge. It's not pie. like we're a whole bunch of like Russian spies going to sabotage our businesses. Like <laughs> whoa, okay. Speaking uh, of which, the only person who can sabotage your own your business is yourself. Uh, very good. So, uh, Keith, tell the audience how they can get a hold of you. How they can, how, if they need any help with title, I. What? You don't want, you want, I, I kind of have a, a question for <laughs> before he gets uh, into that. Yeah, because okay. I don't want to switch gears out of title sure. yet. Okay. So, uh, we went to a thing with one of our primary lenders, United Wholesale, last week. And I guess Michigan in the past two, three oh, weeks yeah. uh, has started doing virtual closings oh, yeah. where they, you know, as a title company, you can, like a lot of title companies have contract closers and whatnot, and they utilize a service for the notaries, right? Mm-hmm. So, if they sign up with this service, uh, it's essentially a network of virtual notaries and it's like FaceTime. Yeah. You FaceTime the client with the ID and it's a notary, right? So you FaceTime, you e-sign your mortgage and closing docs, right? The title company can upload their docs with the signatures and that's it. You can close from your home at like 9 PM. It's awesome. You don't like it. I feel like you're, you're puckering your butts. Well, I don't ever see it really working for a (laughs) purchase just because there's so many parties and the realtors want to go. But for a refi, for refinance, it it, it may fly. Uh, Years ago, some major lenders really got bought into this concept of e-signing and the closers would show up with a laptop, right? So we had company laptops and I would send the closers to sit in front of them and say, is this the correct document? Scroll down. Yes. Click here for your signature. Click here. Yes. Click here. Yes. That they'd still have to sign the mortgage. They'd still have to sign like six, seven it's different, different documents. Now. It's totally easy now. Right. That never caught on. It lasted for about a year. Uh, some some of the major lenders really climbed, you know, grabbed onto this, mm-hmm. and we did too. But it it lasted about a year, year and a half, and it completely went away. the The borrowers yeah. hated it. But do well, people I think want the ul- human touch? But man, I right? think ultimately, above and beyond that, in that process, it's like, well, I still got to sign. Seven or eight docs, you might as well sign them all. And that's right? kind of where it, you where have it went. to go to the closing, anyways. This allows you to sign all of them. You sign sign every, everything from everything. your home. Now I can see the millennial age loving this because oh, yeah. they're Which, too busy, and that will be perfect for what they're already. Doing. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. hate the word. The, I hate the word busy. The word busy drives me nuts. We can have a whole segment about people that say they're busy. I've got a lot going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? I'm so busy. Don't ever say that. You're not. Stop. Yeah. You're not that busy. Right. Yeah. And it sounds terrible when you say, all right, we're not going to go. <laughs> right, <yeah>. but, <laughs> but I can totally see that working for a, for a small segment. 
Um, I mean, with a refinance, I'm in the business. So for me, I would, and if I was refinancing my house, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll right. do that real quick. Done. You know, I don't have to drive across town, get my wife to, to you know, get right. out of her schedule. We have kids. Okay. Now what do we do? I mean, so in these no- mobile notaries work till like 9, 10 PM. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. So I think that would be great. I can't ever see it really working in a purchase transaction where you have no. Multiple, a seller, yeah, realtors who want to be there. Um, Funding confirmation. What if the wire's not there? You know? So, oh, and you got to get keys. So you got to drive somewhere anyways. You might as well just drive to the closing. Tell, but you can, They're I not going to have it. virtual keys? You can, uh, the smart homes well, these days, yeah. You can overnight them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, that, that, the, 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 we could talk about technology and how it's infiltrating our business a lot, but I don't believe yeah. that the human touch. I just thought that was an interesting. Yeah. I think it'll be a small segment of the market. It's not going to don't think big. the human element yet is yeah. can be removed because it's too complicated of a transaction. A purchase is not an easy thing. It's emotional. There's a lot of moving parts. Nobody want, like it'd be like going to, like you're on trial for murder and you decide to get like a c- c- virtual lawyer. <laughs> what would you know? You know, dude, there's a lot going on, right? Yep. Yeah. So tell the audience how they can get a hold of you. Mr. Stonehouse. Yes. So Franklin title agency.com where you can go in and order title. You can, uh, calculate all title there. Click on the get a quote button. It'll give you transfer tax, recording cost, uh, title premium and title closing uh, for that transaction. If you're a real estate agent, you can email that to your client. Or if you are a home buyer seller, you have that information in front of you. You can email me at Keith at FranklinTitleAgency.com or you can call me anytime, 248-894-4785. And don't forget the Masterminds website where you can find a great local professional to help you buy and sell a home like Sal and Paul at uh, Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, LLC.com. And please join us uh, or sign up or get, get a hold of us if you want to come to the uh, Masterminds event on just the Just show up. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to yep. buy anything. Just show up to Hopcat. Uh, I, I would like to know if you're coming on some level. If you want to show up, show up. But we, right. we have to have like a head count, don't we? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just, just show up. You want people there. All right, cool. Uh, all right, we have like a few minutes. I had some topics I want to talk about, but this was really good conversation. The only thing that I really want to get into, it's really shaking the, the political world, which I'm, we're not a political show, but I do believe that there's p- potential uh, market uh, instability that could come from this if if something happens. So yesterday there was this whole indictment. It's going to happen. Hold on, dude. You're so you're just you're, you're such a liberal, and I I used to be like you, but like you just gone you've gone hay- haywire. Uh, all liberals have. You guys are just lost your minds. Anyway, so um, there's going to be massive political fallout because the walls are starting to cave in on our, our Donald Trump. And listen, the market is doing well. The economy is doing well. There is security. The one thing that the market hates more than anything is uh, the unknown, is is what's going to happen. Like you can solve for something bad and you can solve for something good. But if you don't know what's going to happen, money's going to get pulled out and sit on the sidelines, right? Like if I'm an investor right now looking at buying houses – I don't know if something crazy is going to happen. I'm going to chill out for a minute, right? So there's less investing happening. If, and I want to pose this question, if our president of the United States goes on trial, right, and uh, and basically gets impeached, what would that do to our market? Because I don't think, because our market right now is basing some of the success that it's having on his policies, you remove him from the equation, all of a sudden now the, the markets are, are like, don't know what's going on. And then imagine this. Imagine, and I don't want to say, like, imagine if he actually goes to jail. Imagine having a sitting president of the United States actually in jail. That's not good. Well, he wouldn't be the president anymore if he's in jail. So, <laughs> um, Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, I think, 
I think that you would see just like with any news event, whatever, you'd see a giant knee-jerk reaction one way yep. or the other, and then it'll correct. It might correct, it but it, correct. if we're teetering on the because if people are saying we're we're overbought right now, like the market's like super hot. I think Trump's overhyped. A lot, a lot of the reason our economy is booming isn't a result of his policies. His policies have actually right, but nonetheless negatively affect us. But, but he, not all of them. None, most listen, of them have. But he, them. But he covers it, it up a with person bullshit. or not. Though the economy is still doing it's, well, it's still doing right? well. So that is the basis of the market, right? Well, we are forgetting something that you know the topic this month in masterminds <clears throat> is new construction and building, and the builder said because of Trump's tariffs and some of the things yeah, that he's put in place, brutal wood. Pro- the cost of wood to yeah, build a home has gone up thirty percent. That's a lot. The cost of steel has gone up double. That's a lot. Drywall it's comes from China, right? The so, gypsum. So when he's building a home, he was saying true. when we sit down and draw a plan up with a with a home buyer or a build, you know, they're building a home. He has to say, well, sorry, but this is what it did cost. Now it costs this. So you may not get your extra features wow, that you wanted right. in that budget. So it's already affecting us yes. negatively, right? Yep. Yeah. So the market's resilient. I do believe that, and it will adjust. But I do think it'll be like a very major market event if he is impeached. It'll be a huge thing. It'll be it'll be a like Sal said, a knee jerk reaction. But then people are going to realize there's going to be some changes, right? They're not going to have the crazy child in the White House anymore, and uh, foreign investors are going to start having more confidence in us again. But right? dude, but dude, here's, here's it's going to correct itself. It, it will, may, like, right? It will for everything yes. corrects itself. I, yes. I totally agree with that. Um, my thing is as a business owner, I don't know how to solve for such a big X factor in the market. If, if he gets impeached and the market like super tanks for like a year, I got to be able to think, okay, in that situation, I'm going to have to figure out how to get through it. Paul's going to be, uh, moonlighting. Bro, if the, the the, the, you know what would happen to us if the market tanked, we'd write a thousand refis. So it doesn't really matter. The real, (laughs) the reality is uh, (laughs) that, you know. It, with him being in there, True. no matter what you think, whether you think he's a child, whether you think he's great, uh, the economy's still done great. Well, it's the jobs, right. dude. And right. Jobs are jobs, jobs. Which is, which is. is still jobs. the basis of everything that's tied to the economy right now. This isn't a housing-driven economy. The housing market and the mortgage market right now are right. driven by the jobs economy. So as long know. as that stays well. A lot of, lot of people are getting let go right now that yeah. is flying under the radar. Big time. I, I just met with a client yesterday in his – Thank he you, was dude. talking about his his girlfriend that works at Flagstar, and they just let off like four or eight hundred people. Dude, the the banking industry is in flux. Star, it's not just the hold bank. on, no, 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 very, very much. The, well, it's not just the banking industry, but it is in flux. The banking industry is super in flux. There's gonna be a lot of changes, mergers happening because there's not the revenues that there were before. Refinances are there's a lot of things happening in that sector for sure. But to yeah, Keith's that, point, everything isn't as hunky dory as you. Think it is by based on it's pretty big good, media. Man. A lot of things are well, flying under the radar. What big media? In certain the things over- are flying under the radar because there's so many ridiculous things happening in in our country right. every day but that you have get to the top story. You don't hear about it. That industries are flip flopping, right? Though. If you think about, say. like Paul said, the banking industry and the finance industry with record low rates and all these people investing and buying and all that now flipping to a higher interest rate market. Of course, there's going to be layoffs at Flagstar, For sure. right? There's not a reason to have a thousand LOs. Well, you look at the tier one, tier two, tier three suppliers. Ford is getting rid of half of their line, really more than half of their line. They're yeah. Getting rid of the tourists. Well, that's them too uh, much to build. Part of that is efficiencies too. Like well, they're, they're getting rid of the tourists. They're getting rid of the fusion. They're getting rid of somebody's buying them. The, a, a, a couple other cars. They're shitty cars. Well, people are buying them, but they're getting rid of it because they want the SUV. 
they're mm-hmm. going to have is trucks, SUVs. They're getting lean. The yeah. Mustang and the Focus or they're something. They're getting lean, yeah. dude. The so all those tier one, tier two are now like there's some, there's one in Shelby or something that just laid off like because 800 people. they're smart people that are preparing for the down. They're like, they're right. smart. They're like, dude, it's been hot, but it's it's they can't, like there's something coming, right? Mm-hmm. Something's coming. I, I really believe that something. I don't know if it's a year. Two Something's years always coming. It's like war. It's inevitable. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. Uh, you're right. So, yeah, you you're know, right. I mean, what what are we going to do? Right? Hide in the bomb shelter till it happens. No. I mean, just live your life every day, single day. You're adapt right. to what happens. Keep and getting business. If Trump gets impeached or he gets goes another four years. Whatever. Yeah. Right? What are you going to do about keep it? Keep networking so when it does Unless happen, you, you have a White House lawn giant with a sign and, to back you know, no, dude, no, eat ramen noodles yeah. out of a little uh, ramen, ramen well, you could, you could, You know, if you have a tough time, you can always do multi-level marketing stuff. You know, <laughs> you know those people that all of a sudden they're selling, you know, potions and lotions. I'm all over Prime America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no. I'll get on your downline. Paul's calling me to sell me life insurance. To Sal's point, though, something's always coming. Something's always coming. You, the key to, to getting through whatever's coming down the road is to constantly be networking, to go to the real estate. Build your business. That, yeah, to that's build right. relationships. Yeah, you can't to, live in fear. You want to build your network to have a, a giant security blanket to fall back on right. when the shit if happens. If I built a, a you know, giant network for, for realtors and loan officers, title companies or whatever, and all of a sudden, boom, for whatever reason, which I don't think would happen if you had a network like that, I have no business. I can't be a loan officer anymore. Well, I still have a network that I could sell cars to, sell right. <laughs> Jabra to, or whatever the right. <laughs> Jabra. Yeah. You know, well, I you, mean, you talk about the market crashing in 07, 08, 09. That same thing happened to us as a title company. We were only in existence since 2004. So I was building that up. And when it happened, I had such a network that I could diversify and call those attorneys yeah, that right. I was right. networking I shrink with down a little calling bit, but... my connections at major banks and saying, hey, I know we never did business, but now. We should do this type of business because you maybe had four foreclosures in a year. Now you got four hundred a year. Let's work together. We mm-hmm. offer foreclosure guarantees, which a lot of people don't know what those are. But you have to go through a title company to save the bank. Yes, I can foreclose on this home, and that's three hundred and fifty dollars each one, mm-hmm. right? So we started offering those types of services yeah. well, that I think we never even thought of before. The longevity in business uh, and probably life in general is the ability to adapt, right? If you Stay stuck in your ways, and you think that well, well, the way we do it is yeah. the way it should be done, yeah. and that's You're how it's end up like the T Rex. Yeah. So another another great reason why you should mark uh, network, get in front of people, come to, to Michigan Real Estate Masterminds. I think it's a great avenue for people to honestly meet really good, talented people. I I I'm new to it, and I'm realizing there's it's a great network of people, and I'm I'm really excited about it. Thank you again for having us uh, run the Royal Oak chapter of it. I'm really excited to do that. What's that website again? Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, LLC.com. LLC. Hey, Jessica. Yeah. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Does, does Trump get impeached or no? I mean, probably. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't know. Do you care? No. I yeah. don't give a f- I really shit. don't. Zero I'm a Jessica. Whatever's going to happen zero, is going to happen regardless of over there. Like how much that. I care. Yeah. <laughs> So. so thank you, everyone, for listening. Please <laughs> find us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Detroit app. Go to our Facebook at Omega Lending. Uh, We also do mortgages, by the way. We do. Yeah, we do. I don't know when we have time, but I don't know. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, uh, all four of you. We love you. Have a wonderful day. Keith, thank you for being on. Please fix your eye. It looks horrendous. How dare you?